0: Hope is a crucial, it is an important, one might even call it an integral part of the human imagination, the human psyche, the human soul. It is an intrinsic part of living a flourishing life. And I think that is often lost in society today. It is often lost on the collective imaginations of people. Folks, welcome here, and welcome back. For the first time, I should say, this is the inaugural episode of the podcast. Um, This is Principium Spoken. I'm not sold entirely on that name yet. Who knows? We might change it in the future. But for now, it uh, encapsulates, I guess, what I am imagining for this podcast. This is only exclusively on this substack. This is the only place that you can listen to it. So thank you for being here. If you're listening to it, uh, I really appreciate you. You are, in some ways, the elite members of the Classic Life Podcast, of what I am now calling Principium Publishing, or simply Principium um, at large. You are the most cherished members, I guess, of my organization, of my mission, of what I'm trying to do. So I appreciate you being here. Now you might be asking, what is this thing all about here? What is Principium spoken about? Well, I think it's just that. Principium essentially means primary principles. It means our fundamental principles or, or founding ideals. It, it means kind of all of those things. Principium, I guess, means primary. It is that thing that is primary in your life. And so that is why I've been calling all of my efforts, you know, Principium, Principium Publishing. Um, And so even the Classic Life podcast is under that banner of Principium Publishing now. Uh, It is kind of the, I guess, Principium is the movement that I want to do. I think it is the direction which I want to go. It is the primary things. And I can think of few things that are as primary as hope. You know, there's the famous... um, Alfred Lord Tennyson poem, An Essay on Man, and uh, he has, Hope springs eternal in the human breast. Man never is but always to be blessed. But the most important part of that, I would say, is hope springs eternal in the human breast. Hope is supposed to spring eternal inside of us. Hope is supposed to be kind of a, a cornerstone of the way that we live our lives. Because if you have not hope, what have thee? You have nothing. And so I started off by saying, you know, it is a fundament of psyche. It it is part of our very souls, but it's often, I think, a neglected part because there's so many people that are hopeless. I think hope must be something onto which we fasten our imaginations, we fasten our ideas, we fashion our desires to hope, I think. Because if you don't have hope, then there is no point to anything. I think that is why um, it is a principium principle. It 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 is a primary thing that we can't lose a hold of. And I think this is also one of the things that is the most under attack in our culture. I think widely, widely, the thing that is attack in our attacked in our culture is. Christianity, it is religion, it is uh, the American Revolution. I just did a classical culture review on the Gadsden flag scandal, I guess if you want to call it that, Um, and I talked a lot about hope in that, and that's I guess what gave me the idea for this inaugural episode of this podcast of The Principium Spoken, because in that I I alliterated the importance of hope, and that Hope is under attack, uh, and it is a demonic force that does so because hope springs eternal in the human breast. And the spirits and the principalities and the prince of the air and the king of this world, the prince of this world rather, not the king of this world, the prince of this world, he who thinks he will win the devil and his cohorts, they wish to quash humans. They hate humans. And one of the most effective ways to deteriorate humans is is to attack hope one of the broadest ways to do that is to attack religion and spiritual principles and christianity specifically because christianity is a religion of hope and it's important that hope is kind of in many ways set in our past and the reason that's important the reason that we look back to the cross we look back through time which is another thing I talked about, the transgression of time, so you can listen to that. But we look back to our past because we can know that our hope is already come. Our hope is already made a reality. And I think that is a crucial difference that we can see in the Old Testament and the New Testament, but it's a crucial difference that sets Christianity apart from many of the other religions, is their hope has not yet come, but... And this is why Christianity is the enemy of the popular culture, of the secular culture, because it is the religion that has hope set in its past, which means hope is now available widely for everyone. And if you are wishing to quash the human spirit, if you're wishing to, to quash the uh, creative and Christian imagination, then the way you do that is you tear down Christianity because when you tear down Christianity, you crush hope. In the episode that I did on the Twilight Zone, I talked about the story of Pandora's Box in which all of the evils are let out into the world and the one good, the one thing that is reserved for humans as kind of a protection against that thing is hope. Hope is the thing that remains in the chest. Hope is the thing that remains in the box that is given then as a gift to man. And now our hope is a little bit different than a a, a lucid spirit that exists in a box then flows out and goes to all mankind. You see, our hope was tethered to a cross and died for our sins, therefore allowing us to be redeemed. That is our hope. And we must not forget that we are to look to that hope often. Because if you take your mind away from that hope, if you take your mind away from that salvation, then it is much easier to steal hope away from you. And this is one of the issues with the transgression of time, with the, uh, with the restrictions on speech and language, which thereby restricts our imaginations, though we know it not. The issue and the problem with that is it's so easily done because we don't, I don't think we cognitively, cognitively, at least maybe maybe it's just me, but we don't recognize the value of hope all the time. We have to have it all the time. It is something that we should reflect upon and remember that we have all the time. And And why might I say that people don't value it because obviously people, they value hope. But I guess I say that we don't think about hope a lot. We don't, we don't value it maybe as much as we should because it's so easily stolen away from us. And then we don't realize why have we lost hope? And now why might I say that we have lost hope? Well, maybe it's just the circles that I run in and, and the people that I encounter, but and maybe because it's I kind of have my mind and my eyes set on a lot of political things. And so maybe I'm not talking to anybody here. Maybe I'm just talking to myself. But I think that in our culture, we have lost a lot of hope. And I think I can point to, you know, the political... Uh, realm right now and, and and that a lot of people on the conservative side have kind of lost hope that, you know, it won't matter, the next elections won't matter because things will get stolen. And, and then I can point to, you know, college students and a lot of younger middle-aged people um, that are... Um, at astronomical rates of depression and anxiety. And then I can point to the middle to later age people that are killing themselves en masse in the deaths of despair, which is literally lowering the life expectancy of the American people. And so I guess that's why I think that there is a, a need to remember and recollect hope. And I think it's a very easy thing to do. And I think it's really just reflecting back that, listen, guys, our hope has already come. He is already here and he has already done the deed for us. And so when we take that and we put that in a primary place of focus, then it can permeate everything else in our lives. It can sink into our creative imaginations because our imagination is greatly and vastly affected by the things upon which we give our attention. What we pay attention to is what we value, right? That is a fundamental thing that we have to understand, that whatever you're paying attention to the most, that is probably what you value the most, even if you don't think it is. If I am paying more attention to my phone and what's going on in my phone, instead of a loved one, instead of my girlfriend or my parents or whoever, even if they're in the room with me, then I am valuing what is on my phone more than that person. And so if we don't put hope and a place of value in our lives, who are we to think that we're going to continue to have hope? I don't think we will. We will not have hope because it is going to be easily stolen away from us by what else is grabbing our attention. And if what is grabbing our attention is what's going on in the world, and the media, and we're being told that, you know, things in the past don't mean what we think that they mean, and and Christianity isn't real, therefore, there is no purpose to have hope. God did not create us. You came from an ape, and if... And therefore, you have no intrinsic value, which means you can't be redeemed because your value can't be cashed in, right? That is why a dollar has value, because it can be cashed in for something. And so if our value can't be cashed in for something, if we can't be redeemed by a redeemer, then there's no hope, because there's nothing to hope for. I hope that made sense. That might have been a little bit confusing. But... I think that's one of the issues today, is there's so many things that are grabbing our attention, there's so many things that's grabbing our focus, and there are things that are designed and put in places for the purpose of stealing our hope. Like I said, because the prince of this world is the devil, but our king subdued him on the cross, our savior subdued him and beat him, he will crush in his skull, but he is still the prince of this world. And as long as he has dominion in this world, and as long as he is seeking whom he may devour like a, prowl, like a prowling lion, then he will put things in your way to steal that hope. And hope must permeate our imagination. It must be a very vital thing that we value. So I would tell you, I would say to you, join me in putting hope first, In a primary place in your life. And this is something that I struggle with too. Because I am a very busy person. I have a lot of things that steal my attention away. And I can sometimes be prone to become hopeless. I can sometimes be overwhelmed. I can sometimes be anxious. I can sometimes have a lot of anxiety. I have a lot of stress. But if I don't put hope above those things. As a fundament. As an axiom upon which to rest everything else then there is nothing that can be done to me that will remove that stressor from my life. And this is why I think therapy doesn't work the way it's being done now because they are not putting hope at a, on an axiomatic level, at a fundamental level. They're not putting hope there. They're putting other things. All they're doing is dwelling on what is causing them the stress. But if you don't put something, if you don't subserviate everything else to something, such as God, and therefore hope, if you don't don't have the hope in the first place that you can become better, then it won't matter. This is why you must put hope at a primary place in your life. That way, everything else can fall into order. Because if there is no hope for something greater... And to have hope for something greater, you have to believe in something greater. So you have to believe in God. Those are um, fundamentally interwoven concepts. If you can't do that, then you will never get better. You will never be able to come better, become better because there is nothing better to become. And so I hope that makes sense. I hope uh, you could identify with something that I said there. God bless you. God keep you. And I will see you guys next time as we discuss more of the primary thing.